Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to our podcast. We're having a bit of a giggle because we're recording on a Thursday afternoon and we're both snuggled up in blankets and Kirst has come but forgot no water. We're all in a bit of a flap, Kirst. Yes. And my kids are kicking off in the background and, ah, oh, joy. The joy <laughs> of recording at home in uh, yes. isolation still if and not in the recording studio. Recording from home just is like the little cake topper on top that slides <laughs> off as the icing melts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, we're so lucky that our listeners have so much grace for us in this season <sighs> and that they appreciate that we're doing the best that we can to bring them a weekly podcast still while we cannot fly in between our states. <laughs> exactly. And I think, like, I'm still having so much fun, Kirst. In fact, I'm more refreshed doing the episodes because we're not doing eight at a time so there's always a silver lining um it just so happens yes. that the silver lining on this one's a gray lead not 25 platinum silver yeah or it's a silver lining for you and really really poo colored pencil for me <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a fun episode everyone <laughs> we've just spent the whole day doing um strategy and working on our head hat and home course together so we've had a lot of each other today so um this is a fun time to record <laughs> yeah so if it's super quick you know why it's because we're over each other already <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure that's ever happened i don't think we've ever no. gotten off a phone call even if it's like nine hours that we've been on because we're sick of it it's always like okay my brain stops working i need to yes. go the kids are hungry yes. but what are we talking about today kirst Wow, I had a beautiful message from a client of mine and a listener to our podcast and she's in our Facebook community saying, I think I'm confusing decluttering and cleaning. And I was like, 
boom, you are not the only one, my friend. You are not the only one. So I thought that, and she thought that it would be a good podcast topic, and I totally wholeheartedly agreed with her that it'd be great for us to discuss the difference between cleaning and the art of decluttering. Mm. Are you a particularly clean person, Kirst? Um, I think I am now. I think I've taught myself to be. Mm. Or married into somebody who <laughs> the rub makes me be cleanliness. Yes. <laughs> yes. How about you? No, it's overrated. No, cleaning's overrated. Yes. Don't care for it. Don't give it any time. Happily pay someone to do it. Um, but Cal is quite clean. So we discussed, like when we first got married, we would just laugh at each other so much because say we'd both come home from work and the kitchen table was like cluttered. It had like, we'd dump stuff on it and needed to be cleared before dinner. I would go to the kitchen table if I was doing it and I would put every single item back where it belonged, but not wipe the table down. Cal Mm -hmm. would take every single item off, put it on the floor and then wipe the table down beautifully. So it was totally clean. And we both like same job, two different ways of doing it. He would clean and I would tidy and that's our natural bent. Yes. Okay. So what do you think the difference is? Like how would you describe the difference between cleaning and decluttering? Mm -hmm. I would say, and I'm happy for you to disagree, we'll probably bring two different perspectives to this. I would say that decluttering is removing possessions that you no longer need, love, or use. And I would say cleaning is removing dirt, grime, you know, like it's taking a product back to a cleanly state, like your kitchen bench or your toilets. How would you describe it? Have you got a clearer way of describing it? No, but different way of describing it. Because when I think of cleaning, I think of housework. Yep. So when, when, when the term cleaning comes to mind, I think of everything to do with housework. So Uh not just the cleaning and the washing of the floors, but the general (laughs) minutiae of (laughs) maintaining a house. So for me, cleaning, like keeping your house clean, looks like washing the floors and washing the bathrooms, but also putting clothes away and putting, like dealing with the mail, doing the household jobs. So I would call that tidy. Yes. So I think of cleaning and tidying in the one category. Ah, right. Not surprising, friends. We have different opinions. I think cleaning is when you're using like a cleaning product. It's basically what I pay my cleaners to do. So they clean the kitchen, clean the floors, clean the mirrors, dust, vacuum, wash the floors, clean the toilets. That's cleaning to me. Whereas tidying is picking up the things on the ground, doing loads of washing, doing the dishes even I would say is a tidy, not a clean. But you're using a cleaning product. Well, that's true. Well, let's be honest, I'm not (laughs) (laughs) cowless. Okay, so why don't we combine or like, I think maybe what my client was also talking about was the difference between tidying your definition of tidying, or maybe she was also talking about cleaning as well. Like that, I think maybe she wanted to know what our thoughts were on the 
cleaning, tidying aspect yep. as compared to decluttering. Gotcha. And this is how I answered her question. Let me, I'm going to find the text message and I, um, this is what, how I replied to her, um, uh, cleaning slash tidying. <laughs> oh, so you did think, is, yep, good. No, 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 I'm saying it for you, for the oh, podcast okay, listeners to include your definition Thanks. and our our revised definition of cleaning or what we're talking about in this episode. Um, tidying, cleaning, tidying is Groundhog Day work. Mm-hmm. So it's never ending. It comes back around. It happens every day or every week. It's monotonous. <laughs> it's um, It just has to get done. Whether you outsource same, that. It's literally the same thing, isn't it? Yes, it's the same thing. It's the washing the clothes. It's the hanging out of the clothes. It's the bringing in the mail. It's the cleaning, tidying, putting away. Okay. Um, and I said to this is how I described it. It's groundhog work, groundhog day work. And decluttering doesn't have to be. To me, decluttering is similar, is what you said. It is actually getting rid of clutter. and And so... But let me continue with what I said to her and then we can discuss further. Um, it can be a once-off, so decluttering can be a once-off and then it can just um, be, you can then be very intentional in your purchases and what you continue to bring into your home or it can be a seasonal or a monthly purge. Um, the real trick is getting habits ingrained so that the decluttering um, and the tidying cleaning aren't onerous or totally burdensome so that you don't do any of it. Does that yeah, make sense? I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. So when um, when I think of decluttering, I too think of it as clearing the clutter. And so I can see how sometimes that can look like tidying because clutter, when it's, when it's um, overwhelming to you, Clutter can be a mixture of things that you no longer love, need, or use, and the stuff that you do use and love and need, but it just hasn't been put back in its home, which is tidying. Yes. Well, I said to Elijah, so he's um, just finished homeschooling for the day. And as I was walking out here to record, I said, Oh, I'm recording a podcast. Everyone needs to be quiet. And Cal said, Oh, what are you recording? I said, We're doing um, cleaning versus decluttering. I said, any suggestions on what we should talk about? And Elijah said, my bedroom's a perfect example of it, mum. My bedroom is decluttered. Everything has a home. It's just that they're not always in their home. So that makes it like I need to tidy in order to get it back to that decluttered state. See, he thought the same as me, that cleaning is tidying. Well, cleaning up more yes. than cleaning. So the, t- the yes. tidy side of it. So putting things yes. back where they belong. Yes. Yeah, and that's what you I would like think. Me. Di- yeah, <laughs> I think we're on the same page, dude. I, I, I think there's a lot of tidying required in decluttering. So when we go out and we work with clients one on one, or when people work with us virtually, or when people join our course, or when you listen to the podcast and you implement our suggestions, a lot of actually what you're doing is tidying because you're finding things that belong somewhere else, and so as part of the, the big declutter, we encourage you to rehome items that belong in different places. Return items to people that you've borrowed them from or that have left things at your house. 
that's actually all part of the tidy. The decluttering is when you're removing things from your home. Yes, exactly. And when we teach about it in our course um, and when we do presentations and when we talk about it, uh, decluttering, we actually talk about the rubbish as well. Mm-hmm. And we talk about the rehome. So why don't, we've spoken about it before, but why don't we say it again? What are our five R's, Amy? Yeah, absolutely. So these are the categories of decluttering. So there's rubbish. So this is when we talk about when you walk into a space or a, a room and you're wanting to do the job of decluttering. It actually takes more than just um, to be able to determine what it is that you need to let go of, mm. you have to figure out everything else in that space as well. Yes. You're not just touching the stuff that you know you're going to donate or sell. No, there's um, also the tidy aspect. So the first one is rubbish. So that is stuff that actually belongs in the garbage or the recycling tip. Recycling yeah, so that's all the plant. things that you're going to recycle or send to landfill. So that is cardboard, that is toothbrushes that you're recycling, that is your soft plastics, and it's also the dirty tissues and the tags off your clothes. Like it's all of that in one category of stuff that is going to the tip. Yeah. So in that aspect, it is kind of like the cleaning tidying. Yeah. Like that's definitely a tidy aspect yeah. um, or a cleaning aspect. Um, the next thing the next R that we talk about is rehome is when you find something in that space or that room that actually belongs in another room of your home so it might be you might find a dish in your teenage bedroom teenager's bedroom and it actually belongs in the kitchen or in the pan, you know in the cupboards after it's been washed <laughs> I've been in the so that would this, be rehoming yes I've been with the client this week Kerr, so we found pegs in every single space that we decluttered because her toddler is just obsessed with pegs and so walks around with mm-hmm. them but then like leave them in the bathroom and in the toilet and in the kitchen and in the linen cupboard and the spare room. I would estimate that we picked up 50 pegs and I just kept rehoming them. They don't belong here, they belong there and I'd put them away. And so there's so many things, clothes, socks, random shoes, teddies, so many things that you're going to rehome when you're going through the declutter process. And we often, often when we're in clients' home, um, in this rehoming part of the declutter process, people like collecting a little pile, like a little pile of pegs um, or a little, but then that little pile grows to be a big pile because often in cluttered homes, there's things from all over the house in uh, different rooms. So what will often happen when I'm with a client, they'll go, oh no, but I'm just going to collect everything that belongs in the laundry. And I'm like, no, 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 don't do that. Go and put it back in the laundry straight away. And they're like, no, I can't be bothered running to the laundry every two seconds. And I was like, I know it seems very burdensome, but so you will feel very overwhelmed when you find finish getting all that pile to the laundry that you'll go to the laundry and just dump it all in the laundry and you won't <laughs> put it back where it belongs so I encourage my clients and I know you do this too is to actually just go and put it in its home straight away one by one and it gets people into the habit of just doing it now and don't put it down put it away <laughs> and actually getting that task finished 
Yeah, it's important that you rehome to its home, not just not like a re-space. Like as long as it's in the kitchen, it's close enough. It's actually important for things to be put back where they belong. The third R is return. We love our return boxes, don't we, Kirst? We do. So many clients that I go to are like, hey, I have a returns box now. <laughs> I love it. Yay. So return is when you've got an item that you find that actually belongs to somebody else outside of your home. So, you know, a casserole dish that your parents have bought over or a book that your best friend lent you or um, a jumper that a kid's left at your home before COVID. (laughs) (laughs) We always have jumpers and hats left in our returns box that some kids just stripped off and left it there. Mm. So that's the third R. What's the fourth R? repurpose this this one's got a little sign i mean they all have little um images that go with it but the repurpose is like those arrows the continuous arrows that go around because this is where items that still have life but that you don't need them anymore can be re-put back into the marketplace so that might be selling them it might be donating things it might be giving them to friends and family but this is really repurposing that item to use the life left in it but to admit that it's just not you that's going to be using the life in it. And that is a, that is a decluttered products yes. and the decluttered stuff. So that um, when we're talking about tidying versus decluttering, the repurpose section is actually the declutter section. That is a section that you know is going to leave your home hopefully sooner rather than later, um, and that is never going to return to your home. Yeah. Are you loving getting into decluttering in your home but feel like some of the things just aren't staying how they should or you're finding piles of recollecting around the house? Are you getting a bit frustrated that you're not seeing the success that you thought that you would? Well, Kirst and I are excited to let you know about our online decluttering course that teaches you not only how to get an organised and decluttered home, but really importantly, how to keep it that way. So we would love you to come and join our course community. We have an interactive and amazing Facebook group and all of the course is self-paced so you can jump online whenever you like and go through our six modules that will take you from being overwhelmed to an organising guru. So just visit outofdecluttering.com.au forward slash course and come and join us. We can't wait to have you. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So, Kess, I know you do it a bit differently, but um, when we declutter in Melbourne, we have two different coloured garbage bags. And so we put all the rubbish, so that first category, in purple bags and all of the repurposing items in white bags because those two categories are the only two categories that are going to leave the house immediately and the return you will give to people, you know, as you see them. So we have these two different coloured bags because it just feels so good to see this pile of purple bags piling up, knowing they're going in the skip or they're being taken to the tip or you're begging your neighbours, can you put a bag in there, being on bin night? And those white bags are then what the team takes away and donates. So we find that a really helpful thing, both visually um, and also just to keep things moving during a session is to have those two different coloured bags. So that might be something that you want to implement when you're decluttering at home as well. Yeah. And I just do it slightly differently that I just use all the same bags. I just put them in different areas of the home so I know which is which. Um, And that's just because I found bags that I absolutely love and that are really tough and will take, can take a lot of weight in them, be it rubbish or repurposing. And you've got a better memory than I do. Like you would remember which are which. Otherwise, I would be constantly putting things in the wrong bags. Yes, yes. (laughs) So that's why it works differently for the same business but in two different spaces. Exactly. Um, And the last R is remain. Tell us about that one. Yeah. So remain is the things that are remaining in the room or the space um, that you're working on. Um, So say we're doing a micro declutter and you're doing just the teaspoons in your drawers, in your utensil drawers, um, then the remain are the teaspoons that you want to keep and you've set a limit on those teaspoons and you're keeping those teaspoons. So, um, but it, you know, it can be expanded out to a whole room and it's the stuff that's remaining in that room and you just need to tidy or reorganize. Yes. (laughs) So, yeah, I kind of like that because then it comes back to the tidy and the organize once you've been through that process and you've done your declutter and you're basically just left with the things that you want in that space, you don't just dump them on the ground because that's not tidy. So you actually then want to organise. It's almost like at the end of those five hours, we need like a, what could the next word be? Like revisit is you, every time that room or that space or that area gets messy, which is different to cluttered, Cluttered is things that don't belong there. Messy is the things that belong there, but they're just not in their home. And so it's, you know, we want to encourage you that even Kirsty and I have to tidy regularly because we live life. The dishes need putting away, the sock on the ground needs picking up, the toys that the kids have played with, they need to pack up. And that tidy is that ongoing process. But the less that you have, the more thorough decluttering that you've done, the easier the tidy is because it is much easier to put five items away than 25. Yeah, and so that leads me to um, what I wanted to talk about next was just that how 
much time does, and I know we've been speaking about this quite a bit over the last couple of weeks, but how much time does tidying take your family? I know you have cleaners, so it's not talking about the physical cleaning of washing the floors and the bathrooms, but the everyday tidy, like the Elijah having to tidy his room, the, you know, tidying up after dinner or um, after the kids go to school or whatever that looks like in your unique family, what does, how much time do you think your family spends doing the tidy part? The tidy. So I'm just going to exclude dishes as well. Are we excluding dishes and washing because that's every day? No, no, no. That is included. That's like, so how much time every day does your family spend doing the Groundhog Day work? I would say a collective 30 minutes, probably. I'm just guessing. Um, because so cow does the dishes jesse does the washing and i've started doing a little bit of the washing too and we all would oh the sacrifice you make (laughs) i know what what an amazing mother i am (laughs) (laughs) and that's kind of it like we tidy up as we go and yeah there might be like a two or three minute tidy at the end of the day but the habits that we do during the day make a huge difference it's not, there's not just stuff everywhere. Now, we are not perfect. We are not a Faruja family. Not that you're perfect, cursed, <laughs> But we are, not your, me. <laughs> we are not your family that always have a clear bench or never have anything on the ground. We're not that family. Um, if I walked out at the moment, there would probably be a dozen things on the kitchen bench, but it would only take two or three minutes to put those away. Yeah. And yours would even yeah. be lower, wouldn't it? Well, no, no, not at all. Because I think we probably tidy more than you guys. Yeah, like, right. So, so Simon, like as we're recording, I can hear Simon getting the stick back and vacuuming the floor. Oh, so, so you clean I think, more. Yeah, yeah, we clean more. So um, we too have cleaners, but we're um, but Simon finds once a week is not enough. <laughs> so he'll often, and you know, it's a stick vac. That's what they're made for is to do a quick two, two minute vacuum. Um, so he probably spends, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of everything like, um, cause I'm also going, oh, what would I include? Not like, so I'm thinking about tidy, but I'm also thinking about groundhog day tasks, like mm. cooking dinner. Like, so I'm thinking, what I'm thinking is how much time does running the house take Simon and I as, as opposed to how much free time we have to do whatever it is that we want to do. Yeah, um, I don't feel so, like that stuff is significant though. Like everybody, no, whether and you're that's, getting yes. Uber Eats on takeaway or whether you're cooking, everybody's somehow feeding themselves. Everybody at yes. some point is washing their clothes, but not everybody is tidying up at the end of a day. That's where I think no. the difference is. No, and so I think that tidying the – and that's why I'm like, okay, well, if I break it down to the tidying aspect as opposed to the Groundhog Day things yes. that just need to get done, tidying – we probably spend 10 minutes a day yeah. tidying. That's what I would say because, too if we take out the other bits. Yeah, because we don't – one of the things that we have implemented in our – between Simon and I, like as adults, and then we're teaching our children. Um, And I love that you think that we're perfect, but we're far from perfect. And there are definitely, you know, the kids are allowed to play and make a mess 
sometimes. <laughs> no, they are and they do. Um, but when they're in their play, when they're in the playroom and they've made, they've like, you know, tipped everything out, they don't, we ask them to clean that up and tidy that up before they hop in the shower, which is before they have dinner. So there's always, there's always space in our day to encourage them to tidy. Mm. And there's always, um, there's always, we always tidy before we do dinner, for instance. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, we, I don't think, I cannot remember, we may not, um, how do I, if we're still working on a project, it may be tidied enough to just move to another space. So, for instance, I'm working on a diamond dots thing with Amelie at the moment, which is, um, if you don't know what it is, it's kind of like coloured by numbers, but with these little dot things. (laughs) I can't explain it. Look it up, Google it. Um, And so I've done that at um, at our coffee table, but when it's time to, before we have dinner, I pack it up and I'll put it on the dining room table because we don't, we eat up the bench so that it goes away so that it's not in our space for after dinner when we're relaxing in front of the TV. So we just tend to tidy as we go and the kids are, you know, we don't, the kids often, we don't leave for school before everything's looking tidy. Um, and we just, yeah, that's that's how our family works. Yeah, and it, it is about making your family work and I think it's a helpful distinction for people that might be confused. We've had some really great conversations over in our Facebook community over the last week or so about different names for the same things. There's one with we did the wallets mm. versus purses, which is hilarious, and there's hundreds of comments. And one of our community members put a post about like US translations of some of the Aussie words that we use, like bench and purse and things like that. And I think this is another <laughs> one of those things where we want to specify what what we mean by declutter and what we mean by tidy slash clean being different things and the benefit that you can have one on the other. So much easier to clean when you're decluttered. So much easier to declutter when things are already put away and you can already see like a category. And so they all play into each other. I'm ever grateful for my cleaners because I am not Simon and we don't stick back every day. (laughs) But I love that decluttering. So you can love one and not love the other. Or you can be like Jack, who many of you have had in your homes down in Melbourne, who loves to declutter and clean. She's a unique, unique beast. Or you could not like either of them, but know that they both just need, well, you know, particularly cleaning or tidying needs to be done. And like, um, I love that idea that also that you and I do declutter, like we, we've got a very decluttered house. We've both got very decluttered and minimalist house, houses. Um, but that doesn't mean that we don't do what I said to this, um, beautiful client is that, Sometimes it can be 
um, a monthly or a yearly process where, yeah. you know, and you love doing this more, sure way more do. than me in, in your own home. Um, but we do it, we do it regularly too, is that we just reassess and look with fresh eyes and go, actually, let's open up a drawer and see, do we have too many board games or have we outgrown any card games or any board games or what, you know, when the ch- seasons change, I always go through the kids' clothing and make sure that anything they've grown out of, they don't, you know, gets passed on and we reassess if they need to buy anything new to so that they've got enough clothes to wear. Um, so there's always a time and a place to declutter. But when we've, when you have decluttered your home and you're in maintenance mode, it's not... It's not Groundhog Day like cleaning and tidying is. Yes. It doesn't have to be done. It's not burdensome. Yeah, it's, it's quick and easy. something that you do um, either once a year or regularly or semi-regularly. It's not um, It's not burdensome. Mm. It's not like, oh, my goodness, this week we really need to get in and declutter. Um, yeah. So I think that there's... I think that this discussion, you and I chatting about this is really helpful to make, to help people get in their minds. What's the differences between cleaning, tidying and decluttering? And as you know, in our podcast, like we do talk about all three of them, um, but we're not cleaners and that's (laughs) not our job. That's, (laughs) but we do, but, but like we say in that, in our episodes, we aren't, we, we're not, but we do, um, we're not cleaners, but we do clean when we go into people's homes because yeah. we help them tidy and yeah, we get rid you don't of want to rubbish. Put things back on <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, I have some reviews. Unless you've got anything else you want to share on the topic, Kirst? Oh, I just, I would just really love. I, I'm really looking forward to the discussion this week in the Facebook group around the differences and people's um, people's concept of the differences and whether or not we have encapsulated what other people feel is the differences between cleaning, tidying and decluttering. Awesome. Hmm. Go with your review. Okay. This is from, this is actually a Facebook review. So if you're not an Apple podcast person, please come over and do a recommendation on our Facebook page. It's just like on Facebook, you just search out of decluttering or the out of decluttering. Either one works. This one's from Sherry Payne from earlier in the year. We haven't got to yet, but it says, thank you ladies for sharing your tips and wisdom. You gave me the motivation to tackle my clutter storage slash spare room. I found two boxes in the closet. I thought I had things in only to discover they were actually full of garbage. Face slap emoji. Now I am going a deep clean and a deep declutter. I plan on doing all the rooms in my home slowly while listening along to the podcast. Thanks, Sherry. There's nothing quite like hearing that people are putting us in their ears while they declutter because I think that's a great way to do it. Um, You know, we're like your cheerleaders cheering you on, hopefully not like screaming through a megaphone, but just encouraging you as you go. (laughs) Yes, because that's what we are. We're like, Sherry, Sherry, Sherry. Give me an S. <laughs> Give me a H. Give me an E. Give me an R. <laughs> we hope that's given you a visual sherry. And all the other sherries that are listening, you can just play that little bit back over and over and we can be your actual cheerleaders. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we 
love, love being in your ears every week and we love being in people's homes every week as well. Um, and you can always join us over on our Facebook community page. It's called the Art of Decluttering Community Group and we'd love to be cheering you on in there as well. So Guess what? I just remembered. next week. Oh, you can oh, yeah, go, you finish that and <gasps> I forgot something. We forgot something. This is our 200th episode. Is it actually? Yes, it is. <gasps> Oh my gosh! <laughs> Don't you wish we'd remember you just that reminded half an hour me. ago? <laughs> it's our two hundredth episode. Yes. Happy birthday! We should ask the Queen for some letters. Um, we should. <laughs> Do you think she listens to our podcast? Um, I don't think she does. I highly doubt her need to listen to our podcast <laughs> um, but maybe one of some of her staff do who knows maybe who if you went for the queen <laughs> pass it on <laughs> i know we're going high here aren't we're we just, you know, so congratulations amy on recording 200 episodes of wow. the art of decluttering i feel like i'm maybe, really proud of you yeah i'm let's I'm just going to throw this out to you because there's nothing quite like going on the fly. Why don't we do a little like five minute bonus episode this week with our favorite things from the last 200 episodes, because we're also about to hit our three year anniversary. So I thought if we yes, do yeah. like a little 200 episode celebration and then in a couple of weeks when it's our 300th episode, we, um, when that's our three year anniversary, so many celebrations, we can have a talk about that too. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Sure, let's do it. <laughs> okay, so guess we got a new Patreon supporter this week. So Patreon is our listener supporter platform where if you want to support our podcast, you can come in and support us from as little as a dollar a month. And to Kion Radatensky, thank you, thank you, thank you for becoming a supporter this month. We value you and thanks for being part of the team because you help this podcast be brought out to the world and sharing the goodness of intentional living with everybody else. Yay! Thank you. Awesome. Well, I think let's hold that thought of our 200th episode. You'll get a little bonus in your ears this week and uh, we will see you in a couple of days. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.